Yeah, I told them I would make this happen yes. I told them I didn't need a genie Fuck wishing I'ma work This ain't no Aladdin I told them everything was all imagined And that my mind was just a weapon That I meddled in to make magnets Told them I would win I would never stop Told them I would make it Told them I would fucking climb up to the top What's up? It's your boy Jalen Benjamin And welcome back to Unfiltered and Real It feels so good to be sitting down Once again on this mic Getting to speak my mind and saying whatever I have to say. Chris, how are you doing today? Drained, burning up. <laughs> it's been a it's been an eye day so far. That's good. That's good. Once again, I want to thank everybody who continues to tune in and listen to us because little do you guys know, you guys are the reason why we're able to keep going and we're able to get keep pushing. And even Chris doesn't even know this shit. So this is a surprise for him, too. But I had some meetings with my producers today. And thanks to the numbers rising so much from season one. And meanwhile, we're taping this right here early. Like, episodes haven't even started coming out for season two. We're on that big boy stuff. Pre-recorded. so, you know, now I in my meetings today, I got some great news. Chris, are you ready for this? Yes. Are you ready? Go ahead. No, I need to feel your energy. Like, are you ready? Ooh. We can't hear you. You're breaking up. It sounds like you got a bad connection over there on this. Well, I don't know. We we <laughs> doing this over the internet. So, Anyways, guys. The great news is not only are we having a season three, we're having a season four, too. So we aren't canceled. We are renewed all the way through season four, 30 episodes each season. And so right now we're doing good. We're going strong and we don't have to stress about, you know, whether we're going to get our next season or our next season, because right now we know that we still have two more seasons after this season and we're still in the middle of this so i really want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart because i really appreciate that i really do and chris it's just crazy to know that i'm stuck with you speaking your opinion that i don't agree with half the time okay okay. two and a half more seasons of this sure two and a half more seasons but without further ado let's get right into fam talk First up, are do you like an alpha female or a delta female? An alpha female, I think we already know what an alpha is, but a delta is a delta female is like somebody who can kind of be an alpha, but at the same time be very submissive and still, you know, know how to know how to ease up at points and know when to let the man lead. So, Chris, do you like an alpha female or do you like a delta female? I'm not even gonna lie to you. Some of my best relationships have been with alphas. And, like, I say I like an alpha because, you know, we got two alphas in it, like, on both sides. And, you know, they kind of put up a fight with a lot. And, you know, just having everything handed to you don't really feel worthwhile. But when you got to fight for something. Ooh. You know, I can totally agree with that because when I was thinking and when I was um, looking at the stuff for Fam Talk today and we were coming up with this. And I was like, well, Jesus, what do I like? And I had to come, I like an alpha female. I'm sorry, I do. I love an alpha. It's something about, for me, it's something about when you have the confidence and like you can be okay on your own, that you don't need a man. 
And like, you can do everything that you're doing with me. You can do it without me. It's something about that that I just enjoy seeing from a female. Like, I don't like always, you know, you can pick, um, you know, wherever we're going, you can pick or you can plan this or no, like, I like what a female likes to take that on and do that sometimes. So, you know what? I think I actually do like more of an alpha female than a delta female. But Chris, have you ever dated a delta female or talked to a delta female? I feel like in the like I've talked to a lot of deltas, and I feel like the alphas are kind of hard to stumble across because you do have that mentality of a go getter. Like they got that go getter mentality, and they got their own. They do their own thing, you know. So it's kind of hard to find nowadays, especially with city girls and the hot girls. Some because you know they they teach they teach them to finesse us and you know go just not chasing their own. It was a couple episodes ago. I don't know if it was this season or last season, but a couple episodes ago when we were talking about something and I was just thinking like, in this day and age, we have the city girls and the hot girls. So it's like, what are we teaching the woman to be exactly? Like, because I don't look, I personally don't look at that as an alpha female like a city girl or heart girl. I look at that as desperate, um, finessing, um, fraudulent. Um, you want me to keep going? Keep going. <laughs> like I just don't like I don't I don't know. I, how do you how do you feel about that? I mean honestly I feel like when it comes to women who have like the spotlight on them, they gotta kinda direct people in the right way so to speak, like not promoting a lot of stuff that they do themselves because you're going to influence these kids. Mm-hmm. And now you might have some of these girls, oh yeah, that nigga. let's just finesse them for his money. Everything, this and that. And, you know, other things. And then with the hot girl summer thing, it's like you just pretty much promoting Behavior, but I mean, then again, there's double standards to it because, like, as guys have you know, a hot boy summer or something like that. No, 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 you know what? You love that word, you love the we word, and it's not we because I'm very different from a lot of y'all guys out there. I am very different. Don't, 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 don't get. It's nothing to expose me about, but I'm just saying I'm very different than a lot of y'all guys out there. Mm. And that's the truth. Mm. I'm sorry, because some of y'all, like, I would never go out there and cheat on somebody and be okay Mm. with that. Y'all can go out there and cheat on somebody and be okay with that. There's a difference. But I don't think that's the necessarily definition of a hot girl summer, like a hot person summer, because it's pretty much, you know, for the single people to just go around. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. ain't. Uh, A hot person summer is basically you doing you, no matter if you in a relationship with you doing what benefits you. That's what a hot girl, a hot boy summer is all about. You doing what benefiting you. You don't trying to get to your money. You don't care how you get into it. You doing what's going to benefit you and make you on the ride. That's what the city girls, that's what they always talked about. No matter who they was, they were still true to themselves. And I think that's why people actually do like the city girls and, you know, stand behind the music because 
beyond everything, at least they didn't come into this rap industry being fake. They acknowledged their past. They acknowledged what they did. And they're not doing that today. They're in relationships. They changed. They're growing up. But they're still acknowledging where they came from and acknowledging how they got to where they are. I look at it like a story. Music's always a story. So I don't take their music too much to heart. But I do think like what we what you said at the beginning is like they have to remember that they are influencers. Like they're going to influence a certain group of crowd and they have to be mindful. Even though like they are human at the end of the day, they have to think that millions of people do look up to them. True. I'm, I'm still mad. We got to meet JT, but I ain't getting no picture. Ain't getting no picture. You're breaking up, so I don't even know if they could hear what you just said. But he was basically saying we had a chance to meet JT, and we couldn't even get a picture because somebody, <coughs> Shania, decided to not realize that she's seen her and want to say something after the fact, and then we couldn't get the picture. And then when they told me, I ran inside because I was trying to see was it really JT, and it was JT, but she was going to a restaurant, and I didn't want to be that type of person. So I was just like, it's fine. But who else do you know in a white G-Wagon in a big old QC chain on the internet? Who, who else? When I tell you, I'm so mad. And for like the three seconds that she got out the car and walked inside the hotel that we were seeing at, I was looking in the other direction, like for literally for those three seconds. Because I seen when the G wagon pulled up, I seen when it went in park, I seen when the chauffeur went over to the um, I mean the not chauffeur, the valet went over to open the door. I seen all that. Literally, already... when she went to go get out the car. That's when I looked the other way, and as because I seen her hair, I seen the back of her. When she went in the door, and then I didn't think she was like nobody important. I just thought she was a regular black person. Then that's when you was like, "Wasn't that JT?" I didn't peep game from when the G wagon first put up because you know we already in Atlanta and you know white G wagon. So I'm just like, "Hmm, wonder if that could be JT." And a, and you know what? When I first seen the um, G wagon when it pulled up at the hotel, I was like, "Oh, JT just got a G wagon with red interior." And I don't know why they make that connection. Like, that's probably her. Because there's not many G-Wagons, like, with that white exterior and the red leather interior in Atlanta. You're not going to see that many like that. You could probably see black. You're going to see a whole lot of black and red and black and black and black and white. But black, white and red, it's, it's very uncommon. But let's move right along. Next topic is, Chris, why is it that some females don't like nice guys? I feel like that goes back to the alpha and beta thing because a lot of females kind of have the need because they want that bad guy. They want that guy who takes control and demands. They don't always want that passive nice guy that's always like, you know, you could do this. You but could do see, that. We could, they, they want some. I think we need to like, what what is nice? Okay, for us, for me and you, for me and you, forget the rest of the world. Let's establish what each other think nice is. I think nice is like if you send the girl flowers or, you know, you texting her, you, you know, talking to her constantly, you know, checking in on her, making sure she good. You know, I think that's nice. Whereas the bad guys, like, they always keep her on her toes. Like, where, where you at? Oh, they ain't none of your business, shawty, or what? You know, or don't really call her, um, have her blowing his phone up and never answering. You know, that's what I was thinking with this good guy. I mean, nice guy and bad guy. That's what I was thinking. But you can go ahead and say what you were thinking. I think 
I think the nice guy is more of, you know, the sweet but really passive. And with the bad guy, it's more, you know, foot down. Could be sweet, too, but, you know, isn't just going to let any and everything slide. Because they don't want, like, they just don't want to be with somebody who they could just walk over all the time. Unless it's that type of chick who wants that. Well, the reason I brought this conversation up is because 73% of females in the United States of America have said in the last five years that they've seen themselves grow up so much, even so, that they don't even want the bad boys no more. The bad boys are for the younger girls, and as they grow up, they want a nice guy. And they want somebody that they can really see themselves with forever. So now with that information, um, with what you were saying, like, you want to continue? Amen. So that means you'll be like out the picture then, because that mean it. Hmm? I said that mean you'll be out the picture if they get rid of all the bad guys. But I'm not a bad guy. Though. Mm. I wouldn't. Mm. Mm. I feel like if we're going by my definition, like my definition of a bad guy and good guy, then you will be a good guy. But if you're going by your definition, then you're definitely a bad guy. But I feel like that poll was kind of like, I guess, the basic terms of good guy, bad guy. Like, you know, that bad guy is, you know, skips class, you know, smoke, you know, the drug dealer, the this and that type of guy versus a good guy who I don't think so. either goes to college or, oh you know, actually doing something. You know, um, if when y'all get time, because I um had seen it the other day and I should have looked at it. But um, I remember when it came on years ago, but the real, the, um, it was titled, I think it's like something last place, nice guys, something like that. And I remember years ago, you know, they were talking about like how some people have the image of a bad guy actually being like the drug dealers and all that. But like that can not necessarily be a bad guy. Ooh, ooh, I got something to say. Sometimes though, Chris, sometimes the bad guy may not look like the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the ones that be looking good really be the bad ones, and sometimes the bad ones really be the good ones. They just had like a rough upbringing. I'm just saying. I'm just just, I think I watched too many Lifetime movies or something. You always think the nice white man in the suit or the black man in the suit that cleans up well, knows how to take care of himself. They always think that that's the one that's the good guy, but that be the one that's over here giving people HIV. Because he didn't slept with ten. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But let's move right along. Why is it that girls like to rush guys into marriage? Why is that? Maybe the um their mindset because you know how they say women are more what's the word uh mature than men, so their mindset is already ahead maybe a, a year or two. So they really want that now instead of waiting. They don't want no little boy who not trying to get down when they get down. But then you, I feel like then you have like the, then you have the boys that are not the boys. Then you have the men that just put the, like ask them to marry them, just, you know, shut them up. But then like they have like an eight year engagement. And then the whole time the um, fiance over here mad and pissed off 
And it's just like, I've always wondered, like, what's the point of a long engagement? I feel like when you ask somebody to marry you, then as the man, well, nowadays we got females asking, whoever it is, when you're asking somebody to marry somebody, I feel that at the end of the day, you and your headspace should be ready. If they said, let's get married tomorrow, like the person you're asking, if they said, let's get married tomorrow, then you should be ready for that. That's how I feel. Because I feel like when you ask somebody to marry them, it's because you know you want to be with them forever and you're ready to do it right then and there. That's all I'm saying. Uh, well, I can tell y'all, when I um, ask somebody to marry me, we'll be walking down the aisle 10 months later. No longer than 10 months. That's it for Fam Talk today. We have so much more on Filtered and Real to go. We'll be right back after this short break. Should I take Taj money? Yeah. It's the link on the track. But the world on the same ain't we still riding, clutching like in a damn. Last night I had a dream that I woke up in another world. This morning I woke up feeling like fuck the world Said you wouldn't leave but you left like I expected I opened up out my pain now I regret it Why you leave me like that? Why you treat me like that? Said you for me it don't be seeming like that Had gang on his brain they went and seen him about that Pull up drop the window put the holes in his beam about that I think they mad that they can't stop me Said you hate me, but you love to watch me I told him take me to the moon, but y'all get dropped off Seen us coming with the running when it popped off Pull up swerving in that bourbon, get them knocked off Use this bitch to use our lips to get my rocks off Yeah, ain't got no tattoos on my face, but we done caught a body This ain't the time or the place to try and talk about it So little Chrissy loses lips, he get knocked off about it Get right talked about it Okay, tell me what you want from me You see I've been abused Okay, tell me what you need from me Y'all see what I can do But I need space, time away To fly away from you In my G4 engine room, yeah Told them take me to the moon And drop me Welcome back, guys. The episode of Unfiltered and Real. All right, let's kick it off where 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 we left off last episode. Okay, so should I read that again? I don't think. Because you know we may have some people who didn't listen to the last episode, even though they need to. I need okay. to read it again because I just think it's just, okay. I'm about to start, y'all. Here we go. Three veteran cops out of North Carolina were fired earlier this week after the department vehicle's dash cam footage revealed that they had conversations about the slaughter of Black people and the need for a second civil war. The wild... Sorry. 
The police department fired Captain Jesse E. Moore II and officers Michael Kevin Pioneer and James Bryan Gilmore after an internal investigation uncovered extensive violation of the department policies regarding standards of conduct, criticism, and the use of inappropriate jokes and racial slurs, according to Fox News. And I quote, we are just going to go out there and start slaughtering them fucking niggers, end quote. Pioneer was reportedly heard saying in the troubling lengthy recording, he was also said a second civil war was needed to wipe out the fuck, to wipe them off the effing map. I'm so sorry, mommy, and anybody else that's listening, that's so sorry, but I had to, I have to say it so everybody can get the full thing. Chris, take us away. I just <clears throat> don't see where audit like. The, do you really do you really wake up one morning hating a whole nother race? We are the same. No matter color, skin, boy or girl, we are all the same. How stupid do you have to be to think we're different or view each other different? We all the same. Boy, girl, you know, man, like white, black, Spanish, and like it's just small minded thinking. I think I think I'm just honestly to the point where I'm over it. I am over it. And when I tell you it's not just race against race. It's our own race now. It's literally like reading that just really got me fired all the way up again. And it really put me back in that headspace that we left off last week. And on top of that, Yesterday, me and Chris were sitting down eating dinner, and I came across a, um, the article of Shania Davis, the five-year-old who died, and she died because her mother had a $200 um, drug debt. I'm so sorry, guys. A $200 drug debt, and she sold her daughter, and her daughter got raped and killed because she had a $200 drug debt. That's black on black crime right there. Then over here we have black on white crime. Then we got Asian and white, um, Haitian and white, Jamaican and white, Filipino and white. It's just so much. I'm, I am disgusted at this point, Chris. I'm disgusted because what is this world turning into? What is it turning into? And one thing I'm going to say to the black people is, yes, you have a right to be mad at these men. You honestly have a right. But at the same time, y'all are no better. Because black on black crime, it may have been ignored and looked over while all this stuff was going on, but at the end of the day, it's still a thing. It's still true. And black on black crime, before all this started, was at its highest point ever. We need to do better. We need to do better. And I've said this all along. Black people love to attack everybody else. And it's just it's just like your parents can go out and talk about everybody else's kids, but it's everything good at home. Think about that scenario. You know, you got those parents who can talk about everybody else's kids and what everybody else's kids is doing, but what their kids doing. I know their kids ain't the number one kid in the dang on world. And it just goes back to this. I'm sorry to get frustrated. I'm sorry to get loud. But it really makes me mad that the world we're living in today, forget Corona, throw Corona away. Right now, I ain't even talking about Corona. 
But race is not the issue. The issue is hatred. That's the issue. The issue is people are selfish. People are jealous. Those are the issues. Chris, you have anything else to say on this? I mean, on the you're right, it's hatred and it's fear too. But I'm not trying to give up on uh, mankind as a whole. Amen well, to that. America as a whole, because we just lack it in so much. We lack it in too much. Yeah. So much. It's like we want so bad to be the greatest country on the planet. We want so bad to be number one in everything, to succeed, to excel. We talk about everybody else. We claim we have the strongest army. All this, blah, 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 blah. But it's just like they say, you know, you can have everything in the world, but if you go home and you're by yourself, are you truly happy? We can have all these cool things in the world, the best army, all these cool um, little toys that the army get to play with, all this money, you know, even though we're in debt, we can have all this nice stuff. Land of the free, home of the brave, whichever way, if I said it backwards, whatever. We can have all that nice stuff. But at the end of the day, when we just sit here and look at our country, it's ugly. It's sad. It's depressing. I feel like, yes, Black Lives Matter. Yes, all lives matter. But at the end of the day, we need to address the issue. Before we can get to talking about lives mattering, we have to talk about people changing their ways, the hatred being washed out. Because if what is the... Honestly, without hatred, there would be no fear. Because there's nothing to be afraid of. If people aren't out here hating and being disgustingly awful, there would be nothing to hate of. Nothing. What what were you about to say, Chris? I'd say you put it the other way around because when you fear something, you learn to hate it. You hate what you fear. But there's nothing to fear if you can't. You have to fear. You have to hate something to fear. Like, you can't. If you fear something, you like to say, you're saying to fear something, you have to fear something first to hate it. No, that's not true. It is the way I said it. You have to hate something to be afraid of it. You don't just be afraid of something out the blue. You're afraid of something because it scares you. You hate that thing. Why would somebody ever do something like that? You hate that. Then that's where the fear comes from. Think of scary movies. When people get scared at scary movies and they just start crying and they're having nightmares, it's because their brain is telling them that's not right. You don't like that. You hate that. You want to stay far away from that. And when something like that comes your way, you're going to attack. Think about in scary movies. When they're in those positions and they're scared, they start attacking Fear kicks in first. It's the other way around. Your fear kicks in. These hatreds form from fear. No, Chris, I took psychology, and any psychologist will tell you that. Any psychologist will tell you that. But the saying goes, it's fear, then hatred. (laughs) A a psychologist will tell you. Psychologists didn't make up 
sayings they didn't make up. Who sayings. made up the sayings then? I don't know. Who made up I'm on you like like white on rice? You don't Just, know. The person that's walking down the street right next to you. <laughs> okay. The listeners the listeners gonna know. But no, I'm what I'm trying to get you to understand is but no, all, no, no. These, all these things are it's like somebody comes walking down the street and saying the same thing. Who came up with the color blue? Uh, who who said blue was blue? Who said red was red? But Everything they hate us, think hate us because see. they fear us. Since they're young and they've been taught, oh, black people, they steal, they kill, you know, they like they murder, all that. You fear them. You're starting to fear. That's where all this, you know, all this racism has come from because in a child they were instilled fear that's why they hate us now no chris when you have fear they were instilled that we what you now you need to go watch roots now you really need to go watch roots i recent when the last time you watched roots huh when's the last time you watched roots when it came on in february i recently watched if you watch roots during corona if you diagnose if you diagnose everything pick apart all this stuff, then you will actually see what it's really and actually about. They don't, they don't, genuine, like they don't genuinely hate us. When black, when they first came across us in Africa, they looked at us as like demons, something unworldly because of the color of our skin. They feared us. They called us savages because they feared us. Then that's when the hatred kicks in. You hate something that you fear. You resent it. After you fear something, you start to hate it. That's how the saying goes. I know what I'm talking about. What you fear is what you hate. That's a saying. Why do I hate frogs? Why do I hate frogs? But the psychology of it all, Chris, is what I'm telling you. I don't care what a saying is. The psychology has nothing to do with it. Yes, it is. It's a whole brain thing, Chris. Because if you want fear, hatred, whatever you look at, it starts everything that your body comes from comes from your brain. That's everything. Your body is controlled by your brain. Brain is all psychological. Everything but you could say, is but we could sit down and ask a psych teacher. I you ain't go, you, you ain't no master, no major in psych. You can get your doctor's degree in psych, not Dr. But we Jaylen. talked about we could psych. ask a psych teacher. Oh, we, Why? Uh, we, I have no issue. Um, and I have connects that can do that too. And we can actually get a psychologist on here. And I actually have people that's been in psychology class that I can have come on here too. But the thing is, like I will tell you at the end of the day, Chris, I've been in psychology in high school and then I took it again first semester of college. And we didn't have the same conversations, but they were same two of the similar conversations and they were both came by by two common grounds. Like they, we were both, basically learning the same thing by two different professors. Like a professor and a high school teacher. It's two different people saying the same thing. Like I'm saying, at the end of the day, a saying is a saying. It's going to be there. Uh, um, teaching is a teaching. It's going to be there. Some people, like, some people don't go by what they're taught because some people believe that teaching is just one thing and you don't need that. Some people go by the street life. Some people go by what they hear by sayings and all that, and that's fine. But that's why we live in America, because everybody can disagree. Everybody can have the freedom of speech. I have a question. Do you hate mm. 
Do I hate police? Yeah. No. What is something that you hate? I don't hate anything. Um, I think probably in the past couple of years, I hated people. But but I was people, never scared. You know how there's a lot of people in the black community that genuinely hate the police, right? I don't think I don't think that the people. Okay, no, we can talk about but, this. Yeah, but wait, continue you, what you're you, saying. Continue what you you're saying. You know how there's black people that hate the police, right? Mm-hmm. They hate the police because deep down they that comes from fear. You hearing everything that's happening. Oh, the police just shot another innocent black person. We like as black people, we're scared to go out. You know, we're scared to do certain things because of police. We might get, you know, you get put over, you might get shot. So, you know, you're you start to hate something. You start hating a group of people off of something that you fear. Mm-hmm. You I'm gonna do, say, oh, can, no, continue. Because when you like, when you just look at a lot, like maybe Ku Klux Klan. Uh, Ku Klux Klan members teaching their kids, teaching their kids, you know, to hate black people. They start off with anything, you know, like they start off with the negative, the bad. Mm -hmm. Not all black people are, you know, rapists, murderers, drug dealers, but a lot of, like a lot of white people had that stereotype in the early 2000s and before that, you know, that, you know, black people, they're going to steal from you, they're going to hurt you, they're Mm -hmm. monsters this and that you're instead like you're installing fear into these mm-hmm. people you're making them scared of us mm-hmm. and then they start to hate us yeah well i'm gonna say when it comes to police brutality and everything that's going on with that you know i've went to a support group you know I spoke on it recently on here because you know what happened with me in Atlanta and the police and all that. But I'm not going to get into that right now. But what I'm saying is I went to a support group and, you know, different people were talking and saying their piece and all that. And what we have all came to the conclusion was because we did think it was fear because, you know, that's what you hear a lot is, you know, basically what you were just saying about the whole thing. But it's not fear, it's frustration, it's anger, it's the rage of it all. You know how like when some people cry and they're like, I'm not crying because I'm sad, I'm crying because I'm angry, I'm agitated. That's that feeling that you get when it's something like police brutality. It's because like you're tired of it. You've seen all this play out. So when you get stopped and you just thinking about all this, it's not the fear that's going on. It's that rage. It's that anger. And that's emotion. And when the emotions get tied into it, that's when everything gets twisted up. So I will say this. To come to a common ground and compromise, I think it's a little bit of both ways. I'd look at it as a circle. If you ever looked at like a brain picture and you see how like the arrows are going like both ways, kind of like, like it's going in a repetitive circle. You know what I'm saying? I think it's like, one way you have it where it's going from fear leads to hatred. And then the other way you have it going from where hatred leads to fear. 
And it just goes in a circle because at the end of the day, it's emotion. No matter if it's hatred or if it's fear, it's an emotion. And sometimes it gets discombobulated because you have those people who's crying. And we know that when you cry, it's because you're sad. You're, you're, you know, you're over it. You're emotional. But then at the same time, they're angry. They're frustrated. That's when the rage and the hatred start comes. So I honestly think it's a mix. It's emotion. If we want to come to a common ground on anything, that's what it's going to be. That no matter what it is, people have to let go of their emotion. And that's what we've been saying. Well, what I've been saying, you know, if you remember from last season, is like Black people are so too connected. Like they're so sensitive to everything. And that's what's making everything, not this, worse, but that's what makes everything so much worse is because, like, they get so sensitive. They get so strong and passionate about it, and then, you know, they forget all about it. You know, like what I've been saying. So I think that's the issue with this world. Sometimes you have to learn how to take emotions out of it and still be able to fight what's right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back with some more Unfortunate and Real after this. Make sure you come on back. Hello. Yeah. That was good, Chris. That was good. Hmm. That's the energy. I'm gonna take that as a W. Huh? I'm gonna take that as a W. I'm very proud of you. I feel like for the first time you've actually voiced your opinion on Unfiltering and Real, actually. I feel like you voiced it and you didn't back down. And that's the no, thing that I, I know I'm right. Mm, you're not right. I don't. Res- but how can you be like? How can you hate something then fear it? That um, don't add up. Like how can you hate something first then fear because it? Because that, that don't add up. It no. It I'm telling. Take psychology. Psychology. When you take it, you will understand so. Because I used to be like you. I used to think like you. When you take psychology, it's going to change your whole perspective. It changes everybody's perspective. But one second, let me. FaceTime Shania, because she was calling me while um, we were... Hello? Hey. Hey, we're on commercial break. But Shania, let me tell you, this is what I was calling you for. So you got the message I sent out, right? So you got the message I sent out, right? Uh This Latrell. This is what he said. This is what he said. And I already know the answer, but am I staying over? You you must not know the answer then, because we ain't cool like that. We're not cool like that at all. At all. Did you answer it? No, he's right there. Let me tell you, everybody that texts me, people have been texting me back. This is me sitting right here. Yeah, I know, but you come on over. Him. Child still on red. Still got nothing to say to him. You said no to somebody already? Mm hmm. Who you said no to? Antoine. Huh? Antoine. Cause we don't got no room for him. We don't got no room for him. We don't got no room. Ricardo over here can Antoine. No! <laughs> oh, I sent Coach an invite. Oh, he's at work. He probably didn't see it yet. I sent him a little invite. Yeah, he's at work. <laughs> Jella, I'm burning up. So I was thinking, mm-hmm. you know, um, as much as I'm taking my baby steps, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't want to look back and it'd be like, oh, well, coach missed out. 
on, mm-hmm. you know, staying over at the Airbnb and all the fun of that. Or, uh, you know, it's a memory or something. So, you know, I was thinking I'm going to let Coach come on to the Airbnb. I'm going to yeah. be nice and let him come over to the Airbnb. That's so nice. But there's a package deal with it. Mm-hmm. You got to take the bunk bed. What? The bunk bed or the air mattress. What happened to my bed? I don't even know if Chris get in the bed, so. Well, I ain't get in the bed. I just don't know who's getting in the bed. Why? Oh, okay. I got to get back to recording, but. Uh-uh. <laughs> who's getting the bed? You got your deal. You got your man. So. They live. You got your we'll deal. We'll discuss you this later. Man. You better be lucky you got your little show. Uh-huh. You, you got your. Be lucky you got your little you, show. You got your deal and you got your man. Ta-ta. Mm-hmm. Where you but, at? You home? Jalen, we got to record. Jaylen, oh, hey, Jack, Jack, like I said, hey. Jaylen, she in the kitchen cooking. Oh, okay, bye. 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 Chris, I got the room for you. I just couldn't tell her that right now. Okay, I know I got the room. Okay, but, um, yeah, let's finish on up. But, no, that was good. Um, But we're going to disagree sometimes, and that's okay. So don't be scared to get a little heated now. Because I ain't, I ain't backing down. I'm going to come at you guns blazing. Go ahead, bring us back. I am. Don't rush. What's up, and welcome back to Unfiltered and Real. We are going to get into a couple more things today. Next thing I want to say is actress Jenny Slate abandons her role. Excuse one second. Oh, excuse me. Actress Jenny Slate abandons her role as Missy on Big Mouth says black characters should be played by black people. Chris, opinions. I like Big Mouth. I feel like, I I believe she's a, I know what her mom's, some, one of her kids, like, I forgot her parents' image and Big Mouth. I think her dad's white and her mom's black. Something like that. It's an interracial couple and it's a little mixed girl, but I feel like she just fits the role so perfectly, though. High key. Well, she didn't abandon it, but also that's not changing because Disney is changing Flash Mountain Ride because it's based on a racist movie. It will be made over with the Princess and the Frog thing. Um, I this is how I feel about everything that's changing. Like, I'm okay, you know, with you know, black people getting the acknowledgement and starting to. You know, do stuff. But it's just like, are we going to change every little thing now? Like, every little thing, every little small detail got to be changed. I guess. Like, I get that Splash Mountain may be contact with the racist movie, but it's history still at the end of the day. Like, and that's such an iconic ride. Like, why are we taking Splash Mountain away from Disney? Like, I just don't get that. I feel like certain stuff needs to stay because it's history. Like the statues, like, yes, they're racist, maybe of racist people, but at the end of the day, it's history. So, you know, why are we getting rid of it? But anyways, let's move right on along. Let's get into Terry Crews. Let's get into Terry Crews. Not only did Amanda Seals call him out on the BET Awards, but also everybody's just been really attacking this man because his views. At the same time, he does have a white wife. And I think mixed kids, or I don't know if they have kids. They've been trying to 
I don't know. Mute my dog, Tay, for years. For years. Even when he didn't agree with what Gabrielle Union was saying last year with the um stuff on America's Got Talent. But he tweeted out, if you are a child of God, you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed, and ideology. We must ensure Black Lives Matter don't morph into Black Lives Matter. I I like that. We must ensure Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Matter. Do you know what that means, or do you need me to break that down for you? I don't know what it means. I but didn't... when it comes to like when it comes to Terry, when all his tweets, they've been like doing the most over, like him saying that when it comes to Black Lives Matter, we need both sides. Mm-hmm. It just can't just be one side because that creates black supremacy Mm -hmm. and i feel like when it comes to black lives matter we like in every time someone white or any other race but blacks tries to speak out and voice a opinion people get mad i could understand yeah oh it's a time for us to be quiet and to shut up and you know and listen but you could listen and voice your opinion too because we can't just do it by ourselves that's not right Mm -hmm. we need both sides yeah we need white and black to come together, not just white. I mean, not just black to, you know, come together over against white. Mm-hmm. I And that's what I always said. It should never be, uh, you know, when everybody was like, oh, our first black president. Yeah, that's cute and all that. But it shouldn't be something like that we're jumping up and down for joy. Like, I don't need a black president so people can feel like he speaks for the blacks. I don't need a white president so people can feel like he speaks for the white. I don't need a trans president, a gay president, to feel like they speak for that community. I just want somebody that speaks for Americans. That's all I want. That's all I want. And this quote right here, we must ensure black lives doesn't morph. I mean, we must ensure black lives matter doesn't morph into black lives matter. It's just something about that that just sticks with me because it's like almost what I've been saying this whole time. Like, yes, Black Lives Matter, but why is it that right now you guys are trying to morph it into Black Lives Matter? Like, we know that Black Lives Matter. There's other ways they're doing it instead of trying to morph it into it. But when it comes to Terry, I will say that I think he's very smart, very intelligent, very brilliant, a great actor, great at everything that he does. And I feel like sometimes everybody's not going to agree. Everybody, you know, are going to be at different ends. I've sat at the table with Trump supporters and honestly could have conversations with them for hours about stuff other than Trump. Like, they are so nice. Even Me and Chris, we get along just fine. We just got into it over hate and fear. Like, I just don't feel like just because somebody has a different opinion than you do, that they have to be canceled or they need to get their black card taken away. I don't. I don't. For, know. Just, just because a man what they got a white wife or something, I, like they just be always trying to dish out, you know, the Uncle Tom because to yeah. anybody. Like, no. Nah, I'm sorry. I, and, if I'm sorry to cut you off, continue. I'm gonna say it afterwards. And I just feel like when it comes to this, a lot of people just be like, oh, you know. And black people be thinking this way too. People don't sit up on Anna's story like, "Oh, your boyfriend needs to be with a black beautiful." No, baby, that's my preference. People really be bugging out on who you are with, and then they go to classify you as something. 
that man isn't no Uncle Tom. He's not crazy for saying what he's been saying. I agree with what that man's saying. You just can't do it by ourselves. We just can't throw out all other races out of the equation. I, when it comes down to it, when I have a wife, besides, you know, you can't even say family because, you know, sometimes you can't even, you know, family ain't even 100. You know, some people are in situations where they family ain't 100%, you know, up there. But when I get married and say my wife is white, I am standing by my wife's side. I don't care who it is. I am standing by her side. As long as she ain't saying nothing racist now, if she sends something out of the way, then we need to start talking about divorce. But I'm standing by my wife's side. And yeah, if it's not Chris, because if her and Chris going out again, okay. But anyways, I'm standing by my wife's side, no matter what it is. And that's what he's doing. They have an issue with this man standing by himself being black, but also having a white wife and not trying to beat her down and beat her community down. Because it's just like, you know, people say not all police are bad. Not all white people bad. Like, I feel like we need to stop saying, let's go after the white community or this community or that community. Everybody isn't bad. Go after those certain people. That's all. Like, that's it. Because there's some black people in the KKK. That's why you don't hear they saying going after the white people. They say we're going after the KKK. But and I just seen a post about Florida's history and that Florida is a high Ku Klux Klan meeting mm-hmm. spot. Like, we want, like, that's crazy. That and that's another thing, too. I've never really ran into any, like, two red. Like, I've never really ran into racist people. Mm-hmm. And Floyd, like you might see, you know the uh, the flag, right? Mm-hmm. The Confederate flag, but you never really have That's encountered. What I'm gonna tell you, it didn't happen in Florida, but it happened in Atlanta. Star and Shania, y'all don't know Star, but y'all meet her soon. Star and Shania told them this story. I was driving, I was leaving somewhere, going somewhere, and I was by myself, and it was during the day, and it was like I had got lost. You know, you will ever watch Madea when she um. Went walked into somewhere she thought she was going to the bathroom and it was a Ku Klux Klan meeting around. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, I was it was somewhere like probably 20 minutes outside of Atlanta because you know Atlanta's just downtown, but 20 minutes outside of Atlanta, probably. And I see people in the KKK robes walking down and up oh, turned around so fast. <laughs> Turned, it was some hitch town. Turned around so fast. It only took me seeing one. It only took me seeing one. These people are real and they really do exist. Target, you know, people that you know exist, that you see exist, and that they have a name on it. Stop saying the white people, the black people. Like, what is that? Who are the white yeah, people? Yeah, they, re- they really need to stop generalizing things. And I'm sorry, and I'm going to talk to who I want to talk to. Today, if I feel like I want to talk to a white girl, then I'm going to talk to a white girl. If I feel like I want to talk to a black girl, I'm going to talk to a black girl. I want to talk to an Asian, I'm going to talk to an Asian. Nobody's going to tell me who I'm going to talk to. And if I'm with this person, and I'm... See, girlfriend and married are two different things. Girlfriend and married are two different things. But if I'm married to you, I'm having your back 10,000%. If we've been together more than three years, then I'm going to have your back 10,000%. Anything else than that, then I'm sticking with my people. But still, when you're in a relationship, things change. And people don't understand that. You can't just speak for yourself. You have to speak for your family. 
And that's family. I don't mean by your mama and daddy, all them people. I mean you, your girlfriend, wife, kids, that's your family. You have to speak for them. So you have to be careful what comes out your mouth. And that's what he's doing. He has a white wife. He can't just be the white people kill them dang on white people. Kill the crackers. He can't say that. Anyways, let's move right along to the final topic of Hot Topics today. I want us to give a huge round of applause. Kim Kardashian is officially welcomed into the Billionaire Club because she sold $200 million, and that was 20%, I want to say, of her. Um, She got $200 million off of her KKW beauty cosmetic line, and she sold 20% of her line, and that's how... She became an official billionaire. Her company is now worth a billion dollars. So, Chris, how do you? Wait, her her company, her comp. But the thing is, her company is unlike she. She's her, her company. Like all her money's in her companies. It's weird to. It's like remember I was telling you about the estate thing. It's her estate, so she's a billionaire. She is. Mm-hmm. But so you know, to Kylie, huh? She took notes after Kylie after selling the... Uh, mm-hmm. And sold them to the same people, too. To the same damn. people. I think, you know, at first, people could say so much about the Kardashians. They can say that they're this, they're that, and the third. But at the end of the day, they've came a long way from that sex tape. And they've grown so big. A billion dollars didn't come from a sex tape. And that's all I'm going to say. But, Chris, I know you have something to say and you have a topic that you're going to bring up and that we're going to end off on, so take it away. All right, so my topic is, it's more of a question. Do you think that 6 9 and Nicki Minaj deserve the number one song spot? Now, I don't just listen to 6 9 for the fun of it. While we were in the car, I was forced to listen to it. Through Jalen, sadly. And I don't, when it comes to the hit songs, what we're used to hearing, like when it was Lil, what's it like, Lil Nas X, when he had, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the Lil Cowboy song. That, you I think you trick. don't know the song. You know Old Town. Road. I don't, like, I was about to say, I was about to say something else. I, like Cowboy, I was about to say, I don't even know the word. I forgot it. But, or Drake's, you know, one hit, like his hit and other people's hits. Where it has energy and life into it that makes you that sounds like a hit, and when it came to that song, although it had that number one spot, it didn't sound like a Did hit. Did you take anything song. away from the conversation that me and you had about this? I, but then I'm gonna get into that now. Here, it didn't have life into the song. It wasn't number one for the music itself. It was number one because of you had Nikki, and she does have a diehard fan, but you have six nine two on it, and um, without with the whole controversy and everything, it just made that into a number one song. I don't think it earned the the actual spot from um, the music standpoint. I don't think the controver- the controversy made it number one. Because that's the wrong word to use because controversy is usually doesn't help somebody out that hurts somebody and nobody in the world really likes six nine. I don't think of that. But like I told you earlier, before I get on the fact of the fans helped them, 
many people like I told Chris, you hear a lot. Y'all don't hear a lot of the number one songs that's out there. Y'all only hear the number one songs of the. I'm gonna be honest, like the R&B, the hip hop. Those are the only real number one songs that y'all know about. Y'all don't know about the country number one songs, the pop number one songs, the um jazz number one songs that a lot of those songs be on the radio too a lot of those songs but what category is it number one in bill this is billboard itself a lot of these make it to number one on billboard a lot of these but what music does billboard always have on it huh billboard has what music billboard is all music that's played on the radio but Billboard is all music that's played on the radio and all music that's streamed. Primarily, what gets on Billboard's top 50? Even, no, top 100. Primarily, what gets on Billboard's top 100? Everything. That's, okay. I tell Chris, you, I, see, I want you to think about I this. see pop. Now, I'm going to tell you, I see pop, I see R&B, and I see rap. But I want you to, but I want you to think about this. Think about the times you heard number ones. Like, think about that. Number ones, you hear about them, what, every couple of months? Like, people doing number one, like, we know Justin Bieber and got him a couple of number ones. Um, Drake got a couple of number ones. Um, who else? Lanaz got him a one number one. Ariana got Okay, so you know, but in those other weeks that you don't hear about the number ones, who you think those number ones going to? You know what I'm saying? I'm saying people on top. Drake, Roddy Rich. No, there's been numerous of times that those have went to country artists, that they went to um, jazz people, that they went to op. Like, there's been, you have to remember, it's streams. It's um, streams. I'm not saying, no, I'm not saying that other categories don't ever hit number one. But primarily, what you see is the R and B, the pop, and the rap. But I know hit that. number one and consistently be top fifty, top ten. Like when we, when every week I be seeing on academics, he posts Billboard top one hundred. You see Roddy Rich, Chris Brown. You see, might be that, Lil Chris, Baby. I'm not. Know? I'm not. That's not what I'm saying though. What I'm saying is the fact of the matter is that sometimes. There's music that's up there that people don't want to be number one. A lot of the times there's music that's up there that don't. Chris, there are people that hate Rod Wave. There are people that hate Roddy Rich. There are people that hate Drake. The feeling that you have towards um 6 9 people have that towards them people. Uh, people have a lot of haters out there. I don't hate none of them, but there are haters out there. So when they get number one, best believe just how you feel about that same on number one they feel about that too i will say six nine part i think that he could have did 10 times better 10 times better on the song it wasn't a number one song worthy for six nine because it was a six nine song featuring Nicki minaj if it was a Nicki minaj featuring six nine then i would say it earned it because nobody can lie Nicki came she did very good in her part and she even came for the people who was calling him a snitch so she handled her part and back, backed him up. But we're going to end off right here because, uh, once again, we've completely run out of time. And we are maxing out our time. So that must mean we're getting so much better at this. We love you so much. You can follow me on Instagram at imj.ty. You can follow the <laughs> podcast page on Instagram at... I'm- <laughs>
I am J dot what? Uh, y'all wouldn't know why I had to change my Instagram name up because Chris is out here extorting people. You can follow no, the podcast no, 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 no. page at unfiltered. You're extorting people. Chris, we don't have time. I have to get this out. You can follow the podcast page at unfiltered underscore and underscore real. And you can follow Chris at... His name's still Jalen.YSL. It is. I don't know. And then you can follow Chris at K.AAPPE. We love you and we are...